This is a good one because it, it's probably a pretty common question for people that take their dogs out into the community uh, with them when they go to the coffee shop or the grocery store or whatever. And this person has a 12-month-old Beaucheron that's starting to develop an issue. And she's better off to change the way she's doing things before it comes a problem because it can very easily go from where it is right now, which is kind of a lot of puppy stuff, to dog aggression. So I'll read this and I'll comment it on it as we go along too and at the end. Hello, Cindy. My 12-month-old spayed Beaucheron pulls on her leash to greet and play other leashed dogs. For example, we're enjoying breakfast at an outdoor coffee shop and a well-mannered dog will walk by, causing our dog to jump up and playfully lunge toward the second dog. Can you recommend a video so that I can teach her to remain calm and ignore other dogs unless it's playtime? Thank you. And Cindy wrote back, because a lot of the questions that people ask, like this, Cindy needs more information, because she's not going to guess at things. She's gonna, well, she's going to have to guess, because we, <laughs> we don't have the dog here. Every single dog is different, and on all the videos that I produce, I say, you've got to train the dog that's sitting right there in front of you. There's no rules that 100% apply to every single dog. So Cindy has to write back, and she did, says, uh, how much obedience training has your dog had previously? And do you typically let her play with dogs that she doesn't know? And the, the, the person came back, I've trained her for basic obedience. She plays with strange and familiar dogs at her doggy daycare and at the dog beach. Ooh. So the dog beach is the same as a dog park in my opinion. They should be named the same thing. We don't agree with dog parks. If you're new to dogs, you may want to go to the article I wrote on dog parks, on why they're a bad idea, because they can become a very dangerous idea in a hurry if the wrong dog shows up at a dog park. So, Cindy basically says that she would we would recommend that this woman increase her obedience criteria, in other words, what we expect in obedience, and we would cut back on this dog's ability to play with other dogs. Uh, some dogs can become hyper-social, and they'll lunge towards other dogs because they're excited to see them, but it can, like this dog is an ad adolescent. It's an, a, a grown puppy, it's an adolescent. Things can very quickly turn from this dog being a puppy, getting overly excited, and then start barking. And all of a sudden, you don't have a situation where it's a dog wanting to play with another dog. It can become an aggressive response towards other dogs. And it can quickly lead into that if it's not controlled. And we would absolutely stop taking a dog to a dog park. We would stop taking this dog to the beach. 
we want our dogs to be social and learn to have fun times with us and not other dogs. We want our dogs to look to us as somebody that's fun to do things with. We don't want them to go and, and look forward to go to the beach because that's where all the playtime happens. We figure out what we can do by, through our training, through motivational training, through uh, reward-based training, to turn training into a game that the dog likes. Then dogs learn, like to learn, they enjoy learning because to them, the way we train becomes a game. And they learn that we have things that they want to play with, be it high-value food rewards, be it dog toys that we give as rewards when we layer them into that. Uh, that's how we handle our dogs. Like Cindy said, that it can very quickly morph into dog aggression. Now, I'm going to caveat this, and that is, if these people have, let's say you have a group of friends, two or three, four friends, and you all go for walks with your dogs every day. That's not what we're talking about here. Your dogs, and the way to do that is in the beginning, they are all on leash. And over time, you'll determine, yeah, okay, these two can run together because they play together. Eh, we gotta keep this one on leash because we don't wanna have a dog fight. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But quite frankly, doggy daycares are in the exact same category, maybe not, as disconcerting as a dog park or a dog beach. If the doggy daycare has the exact same dogs there all the time and it's well managed, then the doggy daycares may work to an extent. But there's a fine line there on whether we would recommend doggy daycares. We would never, ever allow our dogs to run up to a strange dog thinking that it's going to play with that strange dog. You better know how to break up a dog fight without getting dog bit if you're going to allow that to happen because it's not, a, it's not if it's going to happen, it's only a matter of time when it happens. And you want to see some ugly pictures that have been sent to me where people have gotten bit by their own dog. And these people have sent me those photos and asked me to put them on my website. And we do. It's on Learbird.com forward slash dogbites.htm. And we'll put the URL on the screen now because there's some ugly pictures there. And keep this in mind, not every one of the dogs that you see that did the damage to these people started out like that. They morphed into that over a period of time. They started, they started at a level, got a little better, a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. Oh, my dog's nipping, a little more, a little more. Oh, my dog kind of bit me a little bit, but it didn't bite too hard, to, oh, my dog bit the shit out of me. And if you don't think that can happen, look at the pictures on our website. So in closing here, uh, this person wrote back, and they said, thank you so much, this makes perfect sense, and I appreciate your advice. For you that are watching, what I would recommend is we have a really good online course that we did with our friend Michael Ellis on how to build a relationship with your dog. And it goes into all the things that this person should be doing to teach their dog that you're the, you're the coolest thing in their lives and that they wanna spend time with you and not with the dogs down the street at the doggy daycare, at the dog beach, at the dog park. 
you want to be the focus of your dog's attention. If you have a question, a dog training question, uh, a breeding question, uh, a behavioral problem question, and this almost got, could get to a behavioral problem where I would recommend the online course I just finished this year on dealing with dominant and aggressive dogs, go to the front of Learberg.com and scroll down to the Ask Cindy questions. She'll answer every question that you have. If she can't, she'll write back, ask for a little more information. And it, quite frankly, if we think you're doing stuff on them wrong, we're gonna tell you. And you gotta be careful, and I'm gonna start to say this in every one of my videos that I do, you gotta be careful about who you listen to to get information on dog training because YouTube is filled full of people who wanna give advice on training dogs. And back when I used to breed dogs for 35 years, I bred German Shepherds for police work and the biting sports. And when I would sell my puppies and then people would write back six months or nine months later and they'd have problems with their dog and, oh yeah, my brother told me that this is what I should do. And the old answer is, you know, everybody has an opinion on how to train your dog. Ask your neighbor, ask your brother, ask your barber, ask your grocer, ask, they all are nice people and they all want to help. But the problem is they don't have the experience to offer good advice. So pick the people that you want to learn from. There are people on YouTube that have 800,000 subscribers and these guys are idiots. I mean, there's a word that I just learned a little while ago when people do YouTube videos and it says, oh, so-and-so, just, it's just clickbait. And I thought, what is that? And then I found out, clickbait, that's to get more subscribers so you make more money on YouTube. I don't make, I get paid from YouTube. I'm gonna tell you I get paid from YouTube. It does not cover how much time it takes me to stand up, do these videos, edit these videos, and load these videos on YouTube. It doesn't cover it. And I think at this point in time, we have maybe 111,000 subscribers. So people don't start making money. If you start to look at this, I'll do a video on it, but if you start to look at how much time it takes to think up what you wanna do, stand up and videotape it, or even if I already have video footage, pull it from my stock archives and then edit it, it's the same amount, and then, and then post it on YouTube and then answer the questions. And you do that, and I think our YouTube channel maybe generates $1,000 a month. Well, we put up three videos a week. I'm sorry, $250 to do three videos and the amount of time it takes, it don't cut it. I do it because I wanna help people, but I also wanna warn people, you look at some of these people that are offering advice out there and it's bad advice.